You're listening to the Live with Life podcast. We created the show to help you live with life. Hey everyone, and welcome back. It's episode 100 of the Live with Life podcast. Woo, we did it. We're pretty excited. Um, so that's a pretty big milestone. 100 episodes, 100 weeks, back to back to back of us showing up talking about living a lifted life and today will be no exception which is kind of funny because i remember when we first started this i was you or i said what are we going to talk about <laughs> like what if we run out of things to talk about that would be something you would have said that's probably I. something i said like <laughs> i got like five ideas what can we do yeah we definitely the other 95 have been mine <laughs> <laughs> that's probably true actually. yeah especially even this week i was like i'm gonna need you to pull through I've been having a rough week. I'm going to briefly touch on it because I feel like it's inauthentic not to say something. So it's been a rough week because we did put our 14-year-old dog to rest this week. And it's been really difficult. I feel like my heart is broken. And it's been tricky and hard and heavy. And I've been sad. And I just, I feel like it, I just want to say it because I never want to give the illusion that managing your mind or tapping into your inner peace or any of those things means that you don't feel sad sometimes or or even down. And so uh, I'm sure there'll be another time that I speak on it a little bit more, but I did want to just briefly share that that is kind of something I've been going through and I've been a lot quieter on social media accordingly, but this show must go on. We are definitely here to share some insights. I just thought it felt inauthentic to not share that first and just say that has been true for me is that it's been a pretty rough week. Um, so anyway, um, I did tell you that you should probably think of the show this week cause I was down for the count. I didn't want to do anything. I didn't care about anything. Mm-hmm. But I still came up with the show. Let's be real. <laughs> Let's be real. I tried to think of something. You're like, no, we're doing this. Here we no. go. No. <laughs> you said, well, we could do a review of all the shows. Yeah. Who's going to do that, Tim? <laughs> Not me. Mayra, you don't You don't want to do that? If, I mean, no. Okay. Mayra's our VA who helps us with our notes from the show. So shout out to Mayra. She's always making great images and dealing with my preferences. And so we appreciate you, Mayra. So maybe someday we could do a greatest hits greatest hits but we were not ready for it at this mm-hmm. point we had too much going on so i said you need to come to the show you didn't and so i did and here we are not to touch too much on what you said before thank you for sharing that but I, I didn't know if we were where we we're gonna go with that <laughs> but i don't think anything we share we're ever saying that we have totally mastered this. We do this all the time. It's just like it's tools and tips in, in the toolbox. And we're human. And yes, we have hard times. And yes, we go through tough things. Um, but that's why we share these tools we have because these are things that help get through those times. Right. Right? Yes. Okay. Exactly. So this week's episode, we decided to do about thoughts and feelings, mm-hmm. which I feel is a really, and think, I feel and think, that it's a really useful topic. And earlier this week, I actually spoke at a networking event and I shared a bit about mindset and a bit about um, how to create more of what you want, success tips, if you will. 
And I found that the crowd really wanted to ask a lot of questions about the difference between thoughts and feelings and the difference between thoughts and words. And I thought, well, what a wonderful time to just dig into these basics, because I feel like when you understand these basics of thoughts and feelings, they can really help you to, um, to be applied in a number of different ways. So the very, very basic premise is a thought is a one-line sentence in your mind and a feeling is a one-word vibration in your body. So this is like taking it way back to basics. Those Mm -hmm. definitions are based on what I learned through the Life Coach School. So I'm sure other definitions exist, Mm -hmm. but I continually go back to those two definitions. A thought is a one-line sentence in your mind and a feeling is a one-word vibration in your body. And you can trace all feelings back to a thought. And for some people that can be a little trippy, but once you truly learn that you don't have to actually manage your mind because your feelings are an indicator of what your mind has been doing, all you really need to do is check in with how you're feeling and you will know based on how you're feeling, what your thoughts have been like. Mm -hmm. It's really empowering. Rather than, oh my gosh, I have to manage my mind, all these thoughts all day long? No. I think exactly what you said. Um, I kind of felt myself getting in that uh, chicken or egg situation. Like, well, which one comes first? It's kind of irrelevant because you're in the now and you are here right now. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't really matter which one came first. It's just managing your thoughts. Yeah. And I think that it actually isn't just managing your thoughts. It's noticing your feelings. So the only reason you would play with those thoughts is because you want to feel a different way. Mm-hmm. That's all we're chasing anyway. Mm-hmm. That's all we're hungry for, so to speak, is to feel a different way. And so if you notice you're not feeling the way you want to feel, it's just an indicator of how you've been thinking. You don't have to totally analyze every thought and see where you went wrong. You can just choose in that moment to, to think differently. Well, knowing that the root of all your desires is you want to feel a certain way. Yes. And that's, what's actually driving you to do all these things because you're expecting or wanting to feel like X preferring to feel. So when it comes to those thoughts, it's 50 to 60,000 thoughts zipping through our mind. It's not just one line answers. It's actually a series of questions and answers, which is why we've talked so much about the power of a better question, because there are some questions that just lead to a heavy answer. For instance, you walk into your room, it's a mess and you say, why am I such a slob? Mm -hmm. There's no empowered answer to that question. It's a heavy question. Why am I such a slob? Because I'm lazy, because my family's slop, sloppy and I learned it from them because it's my genes. There's no empowered answer. Mm-hmm. So a heavy question will lead to a heavy answer. And so a lighter or more empowering question will lead to a more empowered answer and a, therefore more empowering thoughts. So I always love the example of how can I honor my space today? You walk into your room and you ask that question. You find yourself clearing things out, getting rid of things you don't need, small steps towards the feeling that you want for the room. So, um, yes, were you going to say something? I'm just nodding my head, okay, agreeing with you, you so jumped far. jumped in a little bit like, I got something. No, nope. not, not yet. Okay. So basically, I'm just trying to bring it full circle here mm-hmm. to share that um, 
those it's a series of thoughts, a series of questions and answers, and all of that leads to a feeling in your body. And so you don't have to manage every single thought you think. You don't have to write each one down and analyze it and put it under a microscope. You can simply just notice that when you think certain thoughts, mm-hmm. it creates certain feelings. There's a vibrational match to your thought. Yeah. yeah. And so if you're feeling X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. it's a very clear indicator of how you've been thinking. Mm-hmm. And I know that um, that applies you can apply it to any area where you're struggling or you'd like a different result or a different outcome. You can say, I can clearly see how this has been my focus. This has been my thought pattern about this subject. Mm -hmm. This has been my feeling. And then to take it one step further with the life coach school stuff is that all, um, feeling drives all action. So whatever actions you're taking, there's a feeling behind it. Now you may say, no, that's not true. I get work done when I feel guilty. Yes, but there's a guilty energy behind yep. it mm-hmm. versus an inspired, I want to help them. I want to do good. I want to make a difference. I want to make an impact. I want to use my gifts. It's a very different energy than I really should do this. I have to do this. I wish I didn't have to, but here I am anyway. I have well, to. I mean, a concrete example for you and I is a nice solid chunk of 15 minutes of work inflow aligned with what we want to do is way better than eight hours of just grinding through some sort of mundane task that we have to get done or we think we have to get done. Mm-hmm. Like we've seen in our business that mm-hmm. that 15 minute chunk of aligned work really pays dividends. Right. And so what you mean by aligned, if I can kind of break it down mm-hmm. is that we feel good. Mm. We feel, so the feeling in our body is a lightness, a truth. And ease. It feels right. It feels like this step this is the best next thing for us to do right now. Yeah, so there's a, a level of ease. So that mm-hmm. feeling that's guiding all that action really changes that action. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of the very premise of everything that I learned through the coaching program that I went through is that how your thoughts create your feelings and your feelings drive all actions and action lead to your results. So in any area of your life that you'd like a different result, you can take a look at that thought you can change the thought. You can look at the feeling you'd like to create. You can be more intentional about creating that feeling because that's what drives all action. When I first started doing this, I had a bad tendency, and I still kind of do, um, of having judgment around it, being like, you're doing it again. You're thinking these thoughts. You know better. And I, I've personally found that just release the judgment. There's no reason to categorize it that way. Just awareness is enough. Awareness, I'm doing it again, and then what, what would I rather think about? What feels better? What's connected to what I feel right now that's not too far to reach for, but it feels good, and then think about that or do that? Sometimes I think, I heard you say, release the judgment, and mm-hmm. I think that people, I can imagine them saying, oh, great idea. How? How? <laughs> and then it leads me back to the questions and mm-hmm. answers. So immediately the thought that comes to my mind is ask a question. How can I be more gentle with myself? Yeah. Well, I could talk more kindly. I could put less things on my to-do list. I could pat myself on the back and experience more appreciation for the things that I do. That whole idea of asking yourself a kinder question so that you can, that will lead to less judgment. Mm. That's what I think of anyway. All right, let's take a quick break. What do you say? And thank our sponsor. Uh, This week, oh, that's not my password. 
<laughs> this week's uh, episode is brought to you by Mood Boosting Probiotic and this re- review from this customer. This probiotic has been a blessing. It really improves my mood and I don't feel depressed when taking it once a day. So super simple and to the point, but essentially that is why we created it to be a blessing to provide that good bacteria that helps with the gut-brain connection. Over 70, maybe 80 plus percent of the body's serotonin is made in the gut. And that is the basic premise for the gut-brain connection. But there's a lot of other neurotransmitters that are also made in your gut, those feel-good neurotransmitters that we all crave. You don't just jam them into your brain. You can actually help promote your body's ability to make them by enhancing the gut-brain connection. And so our four mood formulated probiotics are all designed to do just that. So um, to do have probiotic and prebiotic, to have just probiotics. Prebiotics are amazing. They are fiber. They help your um, that good bacteria get where it needs to go. However, some people that are really having tummy troubles may not do so well with prebiotics. And so we say you might want to start with probiotic only if you do have a lot of stomach issues. However, the very, very best tip is just to go really, really slow, open the capsule, take a tiny bit to start and work your way up based on your body's response. If you go really slow, you're less likely to have reactions with no matter which formula you try. So back to the show. I was going to say a side note. Um, we, I don't think we've shared this publicly yet, but we were approved for trademark. So Lifted Naturals is now trademarked. That's pretty exciting. And we're brand registered on Amazon, which means Amazon sees us as a brand and the owner of Lifted Naturals. Yeah. Every time we, we would own. try to change our listings, they'd be like, well, we need to get this approved. And By the owner. Like we are the owner. Ooh, that was very upsetting. Yeah. It was very upsetting. But, so, but we couldn't get brand registered until we got our trademark. Correct. And we couldn't get the trademark until we went through this whole legal process. But we did it. But we're excited to announce on episode 100 that we did it. Yes. So Lifted Naturals is now trademarked. Another win. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for bringing that up. Good call. So I was going to ask you, um, you mentioned earlier that you gave a talk about these principles that you just shared mm-hmm. just recently. Do you remember some of the questions people were asking that, I mean, you know, it's not yes. specific, but it kind of would be helpful. Well, there was something that it threw me off. I'd never really even chewed on it before. And it was basically saying... Sure, you're talking about the power of our thoughts, but this person was particularly saying, I believe that the spoken word is more powerful or is the most powerful. And I was just, I was almost like, just like shocked. I'd never put thought into, do I believe? The spoken word. The spoken word is more powerful than a thought alone. Oh, like the actual, like someone physically speaking is more powerful than a thought? Well, like me thinking a thought like... Um, my room's a mess. This room's a mess. Yeah. Versus expressing the thought, this, this room is a mess. mess. <laughs> and she was saying she felt like the spoken word has the most power. And I was saying, I just, it caught me off guard. And I said, I'm not here to say one's right and yeah. wrong, one's more powerful than the other. I Can just you can't speak honestly something say something without thinking it. <laughs> so right to me. I, but I are you solidifying it more by speaking it out loud? Yeah. Um, versus just thinking it. Yeah. She said, have you ever had someone just use the kindest words and it was just like a salve for the soul? Slav. Every time I use that word, you're like, don't say it. I don't know how to I think you're saying it right, but yeah. And I said, yeah, I have, but I've also realized that I've created my own suffering and I was able to create a lighter feeling thought Mm. and I created my own salve for my own soul based on thought alone 
And so we were kind of just going back and forth and maybe it was just based on our own experience and it wasn't really. So I've, I've heard someone say like, that's why they're for journaling. Like they prefer journaling because mm-hmm. it slows the thoughts down. Mm-hmm. You're physically putting them on paper and it makes them more real because you made them real because you wrote it on paper mm-hmm. and for your body and your mind, it's so much slower. I mean, you can think so many thoughts so quickly, but to write them, it takes a little bit longer. Yeah. So it's kind of a way to solidify it. So maybe spoken word is like that. Yeah. And I wasn't about to say, here's what's no, real. No, it's not yeah, what I said. It's not right and wrong. It's just, yeah. it's not something I'd ever considered. Uh, something else was brought up was this imposter syndrome and basically uh, getting stuck in your own BS of not being good enough and that sort of thing. And so mm. I did also share a bit about the difference between thoughts and facts. Mm. So a fact can be proven in the court of law. Very few things are actually facts. Most things are just thoughts, mm-hmm. an opinion of our mind. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's bad. It just means it's just thought. And so one suggestion I have was to write a list of facts and a list of thoughts. And a fact can be proven in the court of law, whereas a thought is an opinion or a belief. And so, um, that was another interesting um, kind of tool that we talked about, the idea of imposter syndrome kind of being no matter what you create or do, you always feel like a fraud or a fake. Mm-hmm. Do you struggle with that at all? Sometimes it's hard for me to know when to give my mentor credit and when to say, this is me. Like mm-hmm. I know sometimes when I say things, I've heard them say it or mm-hmm. I've heard, read it in a book. So it's kind of like, when does it become yours? And when is it? Right. Pla- like More like plagiarism than imposter syndrome. But... Yeah. Well, imposter syndrome is more of someone who, no matter how much they create or succeed or achieve. Doesn't feel like they did it. They still feel like a fake or a fraud. Mm. And so I think that it's pretty common out there in the world. In fact, there was a lot of nodding heads in the audience of like, yeah. And I said. Not you. <laughs> no, it's just not me. Yeah. Like, I feel like I struggle with plenty of other things, right? That's just not one of them to not see the efforts mm-hmm. of my labor, the the fruits of my labor. And I think it's because I'm not trying to have a label from anyone else. Yeah. I know what I'm doing and it's it's not like it's authentic. It, you, yeah, yeah. I think so. That makes sense. Um but anyway, if you do find yourself struggling with that, it can be very helpful, I think, to identify a list, a difference between thoughts. Yeah, go back to that. So you said write down a fact. Uh, if, is it a fact or opinion? A thought. Thought. And what's the advantage of that? Because everyone believes everyone they everything they think so often. <laughs> and one of my biggest platforms is stop believing everything you think. So you're saying a fact is a fact. So you don't have to like... It, it is what it is. I hate that. It is what it is. I'm not going to say that. A fact is a fact, but then if it's not a fact, then it can be changed, is what you're trying to say? Most of it's storytelling. Mm. So yep. this woman, she looked at me. She gave me a dirty look. She said all these things. She made me feel terrible. At your talk? No. No, no, no. Just kidding. I'm just saying yeah. those are things. A lot of those are thoughts. Not a lot of them are fact. Mm-hmm. A woman. Yeah. There was a woman there. That's the only fact That's in the, the whole fact. thing. Uh, she made a face. She had a face. Yeah. She made me feel a certain way. No, she said X, Y, Z, and I quote, but she didn't make me feel anything. So that that phrase right there has been very impactful for me because I used to say that they made me do this, mm-hmm. and now I don't believe that anymore. I chose to do that mm-hmm. based on what they did or didn't do. It doesn't matter. I at the end of the day, I chose to feel that way. 
mm-hmm. or at least think those thoughts and then start feeling that way. Right. Because you can only feel something. The only way to feel a feeling in your body, that one word vibration in your body, is to think a thought and believe it, which experience, which creates a chemical reaction mm-hmm. in the body, which creates the feeling. Mm-hmm. So if someone gives me a dirty look and shouts profanities, but I don't care about them or I have no respect for them or I can see they're struggling, I actually saw what happened five minutes before, which Mm -hmm. was a whole mess for that person, then my thoughts are very different than if I make it personal or if I make it about me or I didn't see that five minutes or I'm already in a sensitive place and then I don't know what happened to them and then they yell at me. So all of those are just the thoughts around it, the story, whereas the simple facts are always the facts. It's something you can prove. Mm. So being able to separate out and see how so much of our drama is mind drama, it, it's the thoughts, the, the story we're making it mean, um, it, it's a huge weight off our shoulders as far as uh, the heaviness of the experience. Right, because our brain and all the meaning that we make things mean, that is the weight. And without that, it just is, which reminds me of Byron Katie's loving what is. Like who would you be without that story mm-hmm. is kind of the premise of her work. So I think understanding that a feeling is not something that happens outside of you without your acknowledgement. It requires your participation to feel a certain way. Your focus your focused attention, Mm -hmm. your belief. Mm -hmm. You have to believe something in order for that feeling to happen. And then, of course, one other kind of important thing is that the brain can't tell the difference between a real or an imagined event. Mm -hmm. And so that's why so often we feel terrible without anything having happened, but we've imagined something bad happening. Mm -hmm. And so it's obviously a complete waste of our imagination. And we know that, and yet we get stuck in these patterns. And so to flip out of that and to understand that you can create, that's why we're talking so often about writing our appreciation list and listing out all the ways we like to feel is because we're being intentional with our brain and knowing that it can't tell the difference between real and imagined. We give it so many reasons to see that it's safe and that life is wonderful based on that visioneering capacity. Yeah, that's why appreciation lists are so powerful is because usually you're appreciating something you've done. So you know it's a fact. Or mm-hmm. in your mind, it's easy to say, that's a fact because I did it. Mm-hmm. I was there. Yeah. And, and I think that's one of the reasons why that works so well. Yeah. And it's also giving your brain a job to do because mm-hmm. if you don't give it one, it'll, it'll find, find one. Yeah. And it might be petty or stressful. So instead you say, look for things to appreciate. Look again and again and again for mm-hmm. reasons to appreciate because what you look for is what you'll find. And if mm-hmm. you're looking for reasons to appreciate, that's what you'll find. And so, um, yeah, that goes back to thoughts, feelings, and feeling better. So I think that's... Any more questions that they asked you? Um, I think you did. I think that was mostly. That's probably enough, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, we hope that episode was useful for you. We appreciate you tuning in. As always, if you enjoyed the show, be sure to share it with a friend or click over and leave a rating or review and maybe stay an extra second at the end and we'll (laughs) share a clip of a pre-show clip that (laughs) we think you might enjoy. Thanks for listening. Bye.
You're listening to the Lifted Life Mic Check. Why did you do that? <laughs> so, you're still here. If you're listening to this, um, thank you. Thank you for allowing um, Sylvie and I to do this. We look so forward to doing this each week. Um, this literally is what it's like to be in our home. We have conversations like this quite often, and it's just been a great blessing to be able to share this with the world. And I hope that you guys find value out of this. I hope that there's some way that you can apply this to your personal life. And I just really appreciate you being here because if you weren't listening to this, there really wouldn't be much reason to do this podcast. So I don't normally, we don't normally have an ask for you guys, but Sylvie doesn't know I'm recording this. Um, if you hear this, if you can, just shoot her a, something, a nice little text or a, an instant message, just telling her how much you appreciate her. I think uh, she could really use a little bit of support this week. Thank you.